haven't been recording it. <laughs> oh man, I can't believe I forgot to press record. <laughs> Damn, that was such a good intro. Jesus Christ, <laughs> we're terrible. <laughs> oh my god, dude. That's good content right here. Are you serious? What? How did you not push record? What are you doing? I want people to see you, man. I forgot to press record, dude. I don't like that. Sorry. Forgot to record. <laughs> That's so annoying. You spent like 20 minutes talking with your stupid fucking notes. <sighs> start over, dude. <laughs> we have to start over. Like, I have to do this. Like, we already, I already committed to it. I fucking hate you. I know, but we, I know, dude. I know. Did you do that on purpose? No. Why would Was I that like that? a trial run? No. Dude, I w- why wouldn't you push record? I forgot. I just saw I wasn't recording. I wanted to see how many minutes were we've been going. And then I looked and I was like, we really haven't been recording. I was like, fuck. <sighs> Jesus Christ. I think this time. What am I paying you for? Nothing. You're paying me nothing. I know, but still. All right. I'm going to start over and I think this time it's going to go a lot smoother. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, bitch. I've been ready, motherfucker. <laughs> Fucking dumbass, dude. <clears throat> Welcome to... <laughs> what should we name this? What should we name this? I don't know. <sighs> Spooky Tales. You know, Shane Gillis, when, once he did a history podcast, uh-huh. he calls it Hardcore History, but he wanted to call it Tardcore History. Uh, that's for retards. Cool. Yeah, but uh, you know how they say it's like history for... Uh, see, I, we can't say retard. 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 History for retards. Um, I don't like that. Yeah, you know what? We can call this uh, uh, the uh, the I don't like history podcast. Today we are, again, this is the second round, so this is going to be a lot better, guys. The first one wasn't that good, but this one's going to be a lot better. Today we're going to talk about John Wayne Gacy, who is the clown killer or something like that. I forget what his actual nickname is, but if you look him up, you'll find him. He's pretty famous. All right. So I'm going to start with a little pre prelim, and then we'll uh, jump into a little bit of his history. And we'll see how this works out. One night in 1976, David Graham was walking down the street. He noticed a van that pulled up next to him and offered him a ride. Hey, do you want to ride? Oh, no, we're actually headed in opposite directions, which was, you know, they were headed in opposite directions. He goes, oh, yeah, never mind then. And then the guy in the car tells him, my name's John Wayne, John Wayne Gacy. And he's like, oh, you know, nice to meet you. He goes, hey, I own a company and I need some workers. And the guy's like, oh, well, I have been looking for a job. He goes, give me your number and I'll call you someday, see if I can get some work with you. So... He gives him his number. He goes on his way. David Graham, the guy who's walking, goes to a bar, and he has a few beers. For some reason, this is like midnight, he decides to call this guy and be like, hey, I, I want that job. So he goes, oh, you're in luck. We're actually going to work right now. We got to go paint a hot dog stand. So this idiot decides like, yeah, fuck it. This sounds like a good idea. I'm going to go get in a hot dog stand and paint with you. So him and a few teenagers go 
to uh, John's house and they take off. All the teenagers take off separately and John tells David, hey, go with me. So on the way there, he's telling him some creepy shit like, hey, I'm, I'm bisexual and like all this stuff turns me on, which he thought it was weird. But he goes, hey, he's paying me $3 an hour. What? You know, it's okay. I can deal with it. So they paint the hot dog stand. Even John helps. And then he tells them, like, hey, I might have more work for you in the future. I will let you know. He goes, okay. So they go their separate ways. A couple days later, uh, John hits him up. And he's like, hey, David, I need you to come help me clear my garage. Sure, I'll do that. So he goes over there, and he's clearing the garage. And he finds a box. And he looks in the box. And the box is a lot of driver's licenses. Which should be a telltale sign of, hey, something's going on here. He tells, instead of asking a question, he looks for one that looks like him so he can have a fake ID. He then tells John, like, hey, I found all these licenses. Can I keep this one? Sure. You're probably wondering why I have all those licenses. It, it so happens that I am part of a hitman group, and those are all the hits that I've done, and I take their licenses. He's like, wow, cool, you know, sort of thing. So anyway, so forth. They get a good relationship going. They start working together. And then one day, John offers him a home. He goes, hey, David, how about you just stay with me? I have four rooms, and it's just me. You can stay with me and save money on rent. So David's like, wow, what what a deal. Yes, I will stay with you, John. So he stays with him. Then, on his 21st birthday, David goes to the bar. He then gets shit-faced. He goes home, walks into the living room, and he sees Mr. John Wayne sitting in there dressed as a clown. Mind you, Mr. John is fat as fuck, 200-something pounds, short, and he's mad ugly, according to the, according to the, uh, the, the dossier I have, you know? Mad ugly. So he... Uh, where am I at? Oh. So he asked John, why are you wearing a clown outfit? He goes, oh, I just thought it would be funny to uh, surprise you for your birthday. And he's like, oh, ha, ha, okay. And John's like, let's have a shot of Everclear. 190 proof alcohol. <laughs> Almost pure alcohol. So they have a few shots. They smoke a little weed. They start taking like Valium, which is like a painkiller. <laughs> and And David's feeling it, you know. And then all of a sudden, John's like, you know, I'm really good at getting out of, uh, I'm really good at getting out of handcuffs. And he's like, oh, really? He goes, yeah. And he starts like tussling with him, like messing with him. And he's like spinning him around. And then John turns into this clown voice and he's like, yeah, now I'm going to rape you. You know, like, I, I know you've had too much. Now I'm going to rape you. <laughs> and then he hits, uh, yeah. <laughs> and now I'm going to rape you one more time and now I'm going to rape you so he tries to rape him he charges him but out of nowhere David I guess knew some sort of martial art front kicks him right in the face Anderson Silva style he, and then he punches uh, John in the face and knocks him down. And he's ready to fight. You mean Steven Seagal style? Yeah, he taught him that kick. Yeah. 
kicks him in the face. Punches him. And John's on the ground just staring at him with a broken nose. David, still in a retard, retard, he uh, decides not to leave the house because he's too drunk. So he still goes to his room and he just barricades himself and goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. Soon after he left and he little did he know that right under where he was sleeping, there are a lot of bodies buried in that same home. That's where they found the bodies buried. For real. And he could have been next. Yeah. He was about to be. He escaped. Yeah. He was a lucky one. So today we're doing something a little different. We're giving us a little history lesson on this guy. This guy had, if you are, uh, if you're just like, oh man, I, I don't like hearing about bad childhood. This is not the podcast for you. <laughs> Tune in next week when we talk about other stuff. But this week, we're going to talk about this guy's fucked up childhood. I'm going to start now. Give a few seconds to get out. I'm going to take a drink of beer. When I put that down, we're going to start the weird shit. Wait, we didn't even cheers. Cheers, dude. Oh, yeah. We, we did not record the cheers earlier, huh? <laughs> I'm so mad about that. Okay. Are the kids out of the room? Yeah. Put the porno on. You know, when I was younger, I used to think that, like, after you went to sleep, like, your any yeah, all parents would, like, watch porn. You used to think that? Yeah. So you thought your mom was watching porn while you were asleep? Yeah. <laughs> and then I stayed up one day to prove it, and she was watching the news. I was like, oh, this is bullshit. She was watching the news? Yeah. She was waiting for you to knock out. Yeah. All right, let me see. Or maybe she was watching, like, that Snoop Dogg news. I'm going to rape you, kicked him in the face, staring him down. Saw that. Your amazing notes. Ran to room and barricaded himself, fell asleep, got that. All right. More notes right here. John Wayne Gacy was born in 1942. He uh he grew up in a in a pretty shitty household. His mom was very docile and always took that side. John Wayne Sr. was a drunk. And he was a mean drunk. And he was a load. He was a very mean drunk. When John was two years old, the mom said something he didn't like. So John Sr., the dad, punched mom in the face and broke her nose and beat her with a leather strap. What's a leather strap? Like a belt. Like a strap. Oh. When John Wayne Gacy, the clown killer, was four years old. This is a little timeline of him growing up. Mm. When he was four years old, he was molested by a 15-year-old girl with Down syndrome. What's wrong with that? I don't know. (laughs) When John was like 10 years old, Uh he molested a girl. Oh, he got revenge. And he found, his dad found out, and he beat the fuck out of him. How old was the girl? I think she was around his age. He beat the fuck out of him. He then found out that... He then found out that uh, John and this other boy, they found him naked with another girl when he was like 11. They were two molesting the girl. And again, his dad beat the fuck out of him. Like, beat down, dude. Like, he would beat him, like, in, in like 
they said it like he would beat him into like a bloody pulp. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to hit you, you know? Like, no, he would, like, take the leather strap and beat the shit out of him. Wow. He said that when John was, like, eight years old, he was watching his dad uh, fix a car. Uh-huh. And he was trying to give his dad a tool, but he dropped it. And when he dropped it, he dropped it on top of a piece of the car that he messed that up. And basically, his dad was like, I don't like that. And he beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> His dad was his dad is a definition of I don't like that yeah. because he beat the fuck out of him after that, like he beat the shit out of him, uh-huh. like 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 it was like the kid was his worst enemy. Damn. Beat the fuck out of him. When John was ten years old, he was molested by his dad's coworker. Jesus. His dad proceeded to beat the fuck out of him because the coworker. He, no, beat the fuck out of his son. Because he thought he was the one seducing him. A 10-year-old? Hey, dude, I told you it was fucked up. <laughs> John. John Sr. John Wayne, the the kid, he was always really close to his mom. So his dad would be like, oh, yeah, you're such a mom, so you're probably going to grow up to be a big old faggot. Mm-hmm. And he always called his son faggot, stupid. You and your stupid face, faggot, idiot. He would call him all these words. Like a 10-year-old. He goes, you're a faggot. <laughs> so mean. I know. John had a treehouse next door to his house. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. He had a that kind of makes up for it. He had a treehouse next door, right? And he, uh, But then they sold that property, so they had to take down that treehouse. But the building men were so nice that they left that treehouse until the last moment so he could keep playing in it. Oh. Of course, when they took it down, John was crying for his treehouse. Mm-hmm. This is where his dad changed, dude. So his dad took his son, and he's like, hey, I know you really love that treehouse. He goes, so I'm glad they're taking it down, you faggot. Oh. I'll tell you, you changed like 40 times. You're here crying about your little treehouse, faggot? <laughs> That's what he kept calling him. Because yeah. you stupid faggot, you keep you keep talking about your little treehouse. I'm glad they took it down. <clears throat> when John was like uh, in the same same, this is about ten years old, ten eleven years old. He had a habit of stealing his mom's underwear, <laughs> and he would like wear them. And they didn't notice until one day they were gonna go on a date, and the mom noticed like, dude, my underwear drawer is empty, and they went looking for it, and they found it all in John's room. Mm. And he would like smell his mom's underwear. And like, and he would keep it and wear it and do shit like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wonder if she was thonging it. Um. So as punishment, when dad was away at work, because mom had her own weird punishment with him. Mm-hmm. Mom would make him wear, make him get naked, and wear her underwear. And she would be like, "Oh, you like you like wearing my underwear?" I think he was like twelve. 12 or 13. He goes, oh, you like wearing my underwear? And she would make him wear her underwear around the house. Mm-hmm. But he, I guess he, <laughs> okay. I guess he would get like an instant boner from putting on his mom's underwear. Mm-hmm. So his mom would be like, you can't take him off until that boner goes away, which would be for like hours. And she would make him like walk around and prance around in her underwear. Mm-hmm. And she kind of liked it, I guess. She kind of like, she too was like a freak. And she kind of liked that he was doing that. <clears throat> this is getting weird. 
when his dad would get mad when he was getting older, his dad would uh, come home. His dad would come home, punch him, and call him faggot again. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's the end of the story. That's no, it? No, it's not. Oh. It, gets, it gets worse, dude. So, well, it doesn't get worse. There's a couple instances where it's, it's, it's a little weird. So anyway, as John's growing up, he has no interest in sports, which his dad was basically like, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, what are you spending your time on, faggot? Uh, putting on more ladies' underwear? And his dad would always degrade him and call him a faggot. And, you know, I keep using that word, but that's what his dad would call him. That was like his choice word for him. Mm-hmm. And then John uh, recalls that one day his dad invited him fishing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it started raining really hard. So the dad got mad and he started drinking on the boat. And John was so happy because his dad had never invited him fishing ever. Mm-hmm. And they didn't catch anything. So his dad was like, yeah, you faggot. You probably scrubbed the fish away. Fish don't like faggots. <laughs> fish don't like faggots. So, let me see. kind of want to drink with his dad. Yeah. So, here's what happened. When Gacy was like 17 years old, uh-huh. he was fat and unathletic. Yeah. He was told to avoid all sports. He would have these panic attacks, I guess, where he would like pass out for days sometimes. They pass out him. for days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his dad would be like, you're just making that shit up, huh? Because you just want more attention because you're such a weenie. You know? So one day, here we go. Nobody doubted his illness but his dad. Um, One day, his appendix exploded, and John was like, nothing happened, you faggot. He goes, you're all right. He told his son that. Turns out his appendix, his his appendix was a burst, and he had a need, he needed like uh, emergency medical attention to clean out all the, well, because if your appendix pops, it's like shit that goes everywhere. Like poop. Poop? Yeah, because your intestine, it's hooked to your intestine. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. So it's hella infection everywhere. Yeah. But his dad didn't believe him, so he goes, you're just faking that, so you don't have to play sports, faggot. Huh. <laughs> I like this, because I'm just quoting what his dad's saying, so I can't get in trouble for saying this. <laughs> so, anyway, when John is like, this is the weirdest part I read, okay? When John was 18, <laughs> when John was 18, he saw that his mom was going to get her ass beat by his dad. Mm-hmm. By that time, he was big. He was a big boy. He was 200 pounds. He was unathletic, but he was just big. He was bigger than his dad already. Mm-hmm. So he rushed his dad to the wall, and he's like, don't fucking touch my mom. Mm-hmm. He like, he, he like stood his ground. Yeah. His dad was going to beat her ass, and he's like, fuck that. My dad was already all beat up from drinking all the, because his dad drank a lot. Mm-hmm. And he just fucking shoved him into the wall. He goes, don't touch my mom ever again. Mm-hmm. He, like, had him pinned up, like, his forearm on his throat, like, mm-hmm. and his dad was, like, choking, you know, like, hey, 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 hey. and then he fucking had him pinned down. And guess what John said happened while he, uh. Had him pinned? Yeah. What? Guess what he said. He got a boner. Yeah. 
<laughs> he's like, yeah, I got really erect, like holding my dad down. Like that. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I got really erect. <laughs> like, really? The one moment you get a fucking boner for your dad? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I like, I like pinning him down. <laughs> so anyway, so John turns 18 and he, uh, he starts working for like the Democratic Party. Like the Democrats. Mm-hmm. And some people say that he had like, he, some, somehow he got super handsome. He had hella charm, like how everyone liked him. He goes, a lot of people think like if he would have kept going, dude, he probably could have like ran for senator or, or, or even more. Like he would have held high office, but he was really good at what he did. For real? He was smart. He was smart. He was, uh, you would just like, uh, he would, um, he knew how to talk to people. He knew how to uh, conduct himself. He was a statesman. He was really, dude, he was legit, like, uh, good. Everyone's like, dude, this guy's going to make it far in politics. Like, he knows what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, that did not happen, you know, because he became a killer and shit, you know. But but there's a moment where, like, one of the other senators finds out that they're gay. He's not a senator. It's like another, it's like the Democrat Party in town. Mm-hmm. And he finds out he's gay. So the guy, they argue about, like, uh Who's going to suck whose dick? And I guess the guy just like punked him and made John suck his dick. Yeah. I did that to you once. Yeah. All the time. Mm-hmm. I cry, but I like it. <laughs> oh. Got erect. So he sucks his dick, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because by this time, John doesn't have a car. Uh-huh. He's still like a loser. So his dad buys him a car. Oh, nice. Yeah. What a nice guy. So his dad buys him a car. But whenever he feels that John is being a faggot, uh-huh. he takes the car away. Oh. So sometimes John will be like, yeah, sometimes I couldn't go to work for like three days because my dad would take the key. Uh-huh. And I couldn't go to work. So he finally got the key. Uh, he finally got the key um, copied. Uh-huh. So he goes, I would just leave with a car. Like, fuck my dad. Uh-huh. But his dad figured that out. So his dad took a piece, a little piece from the car. Like, like a, a, little, dis- a, dis- little, a distributor cap. A little part. A distributor cap. He took it off. Uh-huh. He goes, ah, you can't turn on the car now, even with the key. He goes, and I know you don't know anything about cars, faggot, so you can't fix it. <laughs> that's tight. Is That's funny. All right. So he became involved in politics. Uh, he wanted... He said he started working in politics because he wanted acceptance from the people because his dad always, like, put him down. Yeah. His dad treated him like <clears throat> shit. So he goes, I wanted that. Um, let me see here. One day, John decided to, One day, John's dad is like, you can have the car back. And he takes off to Las Vegas. He drove to Las Vegas with $136 in his name in hope of residing with a female cousin who had relocated to the city after severing ties with the family. Mm. He stepped in his car in cheap motels over the course of three days as he he traveled to the city. He found work within the city's ambulance system before he was transferred to work at the mortuary. So he got to Vegas, and he started working, uh, like, embalming bodies and shit Mm -hmm. without certification. You know? Apparently... As a mortuary attendant, they offered him, like, a room 
Mm-hmm. And they're like, you can sleep, you know, you can sleep here in the back, you know, because I know you have nowhere to stay. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I want to sleep where, like, the bodies are. <laughs> so he would sleep in the morgue Whoa. with the bodies. That's creepy. Yeah. He would sleep in the morgue where they embalmed them. So where they were there ready for, like, burial and shit. Mm-hmm. Gacy later confessed one evening while alone that he clambered onto the coffin of a deceased teenage male and he was embracing him, which means kissing, caressing his body, and then he went into shock. He like, I guess he busted up. Uh-uh. And he called his mom the next day. He's like, can I go home now? During this time, it's funny, because during this time in Las Vegas, he found this girl that liked him. The cousin? No, another girl. Oh. I don't think he ever met this cousin there. He met this girl there in Vegas, and he wanted to fuck her because he was still a virgin at this point. Mm-hmm. And she goes, yeah, let's fuck. You know, and they're like, whatever, you're getting down. They're about to do the, the dirty and shit. And John passes out. And he wakes up, and she's like hella crying, putting her clothes on. He's like, no, 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 it's okay. He's like, no, no, fuck that. So he did not have sex that night. Mm-hmm. So he goes home. He goes home and he enrolled at the business college despite having to fail to graduate from high school. He did graduate and took a management trainee position and he's working as a salesman. He started working for the JCs, which is a... JC Penny. No, the United States Junior Chamber of Commerce, which is more politics. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where people thought, like, this guy's going to make it. This guy's going to be big. This is going to be big in politics. And no, he did not. He met this girl named Mrs. Myers because they don't want to release her name for obvious reasons. Her dad owned six KFCs. So John was a manager for these KFCs and he would get 20% of the profits. Damn. Plus, like, uh, he was getting paid like 100K a year. Damn. So he had a really good salary. So, um, that should be perfect, right? Like, he's like, I'm making it. I'm good. Yeah. Sorry. He was making, equivalent to today, he would be making $144,000 plus profits. Mm-hmm. He opened up a club in his basement with his wife because he married this girl. What girl? Oh, uh, the KFC Ms. girl? Miss Myers. Yeah. He relocated... Uh, to Idaho with his wife. He opened up a club in the basement where employees could drink and play pool. Although Gacy employed teenagers of both sexes at his restaurants, he socialized only with a young man. He gave many many of them alcohol before they made sexual advances. He would make try to get at them. Mm -hmm. If they told him no, he would claim his advances were jokes or like, I'm just making sure you're not gay. (laughs) They did have a son. Um... So, his first attack, we'll get to the fun part. His first attack was in August of 1967. He sexually assaulted a 15-year-old, Donald Voorhees, the son of John Voorhees, who is a local politician. He lured him to his house in a promise of showing him porn. Sounds like he could get you. Yeah. He made him drink alcohol and allowed him to watch porn and then persuaded him to engage in mutual oral sex. You have to have sex with a man before you can start having sex with women, he told him. Mm-hmm. Over the following months, Gacy abused other youth, including those whom 
he encouraged to have sex with his own wife before blackmailing him into performing oral sex on him. So he was like a cuck. He would let them fuck his wife. Kids? Mm-hmm. Damn, so his wife was a pedophile. The kid, the first kid, finally reported that Gacy sexually assaulted him. They let they informed the police and they arrested Gacy and charged him with performing oral sodomy on the kid. He did not have charges and demanded a polygraph test. The test said indicative of deception. So Gacy denied any wrongdoing. He lied, basically, on the polygraph test. He denied any wrongdoing and insisted the charges against him were politically motivated. Warhe Sr. had opposed Gacy's nomination for appointment as president of the Iowa JCs. Excuse me. Several fellow JCs found Gacy's support credible and rallied to his support. However, they still charged him. So, on 1968, Gacy persuaded one of his KFC employees to attack that kid's dad in an effort to discourage the boy from testifying against him in court. He paid the kid 300 bucks, and the kid agreed. He lured the kid to the park, sprayed mace in his eye, and beat his ass. Damn. He escaped, reported the assault to the police, and he identified the kid as the attacker. While they arrested him the following day, denying any involvement, the kid did confess and saying, yeah, Gacy hired me to attack that kid's dad. So Gacy was uh, ordered to go a psychiatric evaluation. The two doctors examined him over a period of 17 days before concluding that he had antisocial personality disorder um, and he was unlikely to benefit from any therapy or medical treatment. On 1968, same year, he pleaded guilty to one count of sodomy. So he said, yes, I did suck that kid's dick. Um. <laughs> yeah, Your Honor. I just like think. Um, but he was not guilty. He said, "But I'm not guilty of making the other kid attack the other one," which is not true. He did. Uh huh. So he uh. <laughs> Why would he plead guilty to sucking a dick? Not the other one. I don't know. <laughs> so that same day, his wife, uh. Ten years in prison, he got. The same day, Gacy's wife petitioned for divorce. Uh-huh. Left them the home. Left no, she got the home. The kids, the court ruled in her favor, and the divorce was fam, uh, finalized. He never saw his wife or children again. Damn. Oh, he had more kids. Huh? He had more kids. He had two kids with her. Oh, damn. So, in prison, he was a model prison. He was a head cook. Uh, he secured an increase in in inmate pay, so he was like good. He had a he had a miniature golf course installed in the prison, uh, but he was denied parole. Um, he finally, let me see. Finally, in 1969, he was still in jail, and his dad died, but he was not able to. Uh, That's in the funeral. No. So, let's see. He did get parole in 1970. Anyway, let's get to the murder, too. This is where... Yo, he got married again, fucker. But he would dress up as a clown. Let's see. Uh, Let's get to the murders. This is the good part. Gacy murdered at least 33 young men and boys. He buried 26 of them in a cross space of his house, which is where, if you remember from the beginning of the podcast, that is where 
David was sleeping mm-hmm. in that same house. His victims included people he knew and random individuals he would lure from Chicago's Greyhound bus station um, or from the streets with the promise of the job with his little uh, company. Yeah. He would offer them a drink or drugs and money for sex. Victims were grabbed by force. Other were believing in Gacy. Gacy lured the victim alone to his house, although on more than one occasion, he would have what are called doubles. Two victims killed in the same evening. So inside Gacy's home, he would always have them drink, do drugs to gain their trust. He then would produce handcuffs to show a magic trick, sometimes uh, playing a clown. He typically cuffed his own hands behind his back. Then he would release himself with a key he hid between his fingers. He then offered to show the intended victim how to release himself from the handcuffs. With this victim was able to free himself, Gacy then made a statement. The trick is you have to have the key. Gacy referred to this as a handcuff trick. Having restrained the victim, Gacy proceeded to rape and torture his captive. Captive. He frequently began by sitting and straddling himself above his victim's chest before forcing the victim to fillet him. So basically, he would like sit on her chest and make them suck his dick. He then would burn him with cigars, uh, making him making them uh, make horse noises while he fucked them. He would like put dildos in their ass and then prescription bottles in their ass. He would uh, immobilize the captive's legs before engaging in acts of torture. Gacy would tape their ankles with hand- and handcuff them, and he would verbally taunt them. He would drag them and make them crawl into his restroom where he would drown them in the bathtub before reviving them and enabling them to continue the assault. In instances when a victim had pleaded to be killed as opposed to continuing the endured torture, torture, Gacy would make him a statement to the effect that he would kill the victim when he wanted to. So this guy's a fucking freak. Dude, he could... I'm pauses. He could make money doing that. A lot of guys would just pay money for them to get tortured by another guy. I, w- I mean, what? Uh, uh, next level, dude. Gacy <laughs> G- is Gacy next level, dude. Yeah, but like ne- a, a good next level or not a good next level? Uh, I don't know. So he would murder them by placing a rope around their neck before tightening the rope with a hammer handle. He referred to this act as the rope trick. This is the last trick, and then he would kill him. <laughs> hey, kids. <laughs> I'm going to rape you. <laughs> so he would, like, torture them for an hour. Like, choke them, not choke them, choke them, not choke them for an hour until he killed them. Damn. Make them come in, in and out of unconsciousness? Yeah. Before dying, he would, like, stuff cloth rags down her throat. Cloth rice? rags? Rags. Oh. Yeah. Damn. Some beer. Oh, man, beer so good. I had to whip my whistle. So, I'm not going to get into this uh, unless you want to hear like individual interviews and individual murder. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Let me pick a good one. Oh, yeah. This kid's so fucking. He's pretty. The kid's pretty good looking. He's 18, so it's okay. Oh, yeah. He's cute. Yeah. You want to hear about his first murder? Yeah. Gacy's first known murder occurred on January 3rd, 1972. 
it was following a family party. He decided to drive to the Civic Center, which is downtown, to view some ice sculptures. He then lured a 16-year-old named Timothy Jack McCoy from the Greyhound bus into his car. McCoy was returning from a Christmas vacation in Michigan to his father's home in Omaha, Nebraska. Informed Gacy that in their initial conversation, he was just taking a connecting bus and he had to come back at noon. Gacy took McCoy sightseeing in Chicago and drove him to his home with the promise that he could spend the remainder of the night and be driven back in noon to catch the bus. Prior to McCoy's identification, he was known simply as the Greyhound bus boy. Gacy claimed he woke up early the next morning to find McCoy standing in his bedroom with a uh, kitchen knife in his hand. He then jumped on his bed and McCoy raised both arms in a gesture of surrender, tilting a knife upwards and accidentally cutting Gacy's forearm. Gacy twisted the knife from McCoy's wrist, banged his head against the bedroom wall, kicked him against the wardrobe, and walked towards him. McCoy then kicked Gacy in the stomach, making him double over. Gacy then grabbed the, uh, McCoy, the kid, shouting him, Motherfucker, I'll kill you. He then wrestled him to the floor and stabbed him repeatedly in the chest, and then he straddled him. Damn. As McCoy lay there dying, Gacy claimed he washed the knife in his restroom and then went to the kitchen and saw some eggs and some bacon. McCoy had set the table for two. He had walked into Gacy's room to wake him up. So... Mm. He was like, it's time for breakfast, fool. Mm-hmm. He thought he was going to kill him. He, Gacy buried him in his crawl space. Uh, Gacy said immediately after killing him that he felt totally drained, yet noted that he stabbed McCoy and he listened to his gurgulations so <laughs> and gasping for air. Okay, ready for this? Mm-hmm. He noted that he, as he stabbed McCoy, he listened to the gurgulations and gasping for air. He had experienced a mind-numbing orgasm. That's when I realized that death was the ultimate thrill. What the fuck? This guy's a fucking freak. <laughs> I'm telling you, he can make money with that shit. Man. I want to find a good one. I want to find one where, like, it's fucking sexy. I mean. What? what? Oh, she's more beer. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, losing my mind here. <laughs> what do you think of this guy so far, dude? I don't know. He's insane. What would you do? Was John Wayne Casey? No. One of the victims. He like lured you. And he was like showing me the handcuff trick. Yeah, and he's like, your turn. Would you put those handcuffs on? Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. And what would you do? Like, you're like, oh shit, like he's taking them all. He's not going to take them all. Try and headbutt him or kick him. No, but you can't. You're like laying on your back, right? He like pushed you over, like you're fucked. I would try and like seduce him. I would be like, hey, like, yeah, you like this? Like, you know, like I'll like wiggle my ass and like, I'm like, yeah, like, uh, and like I'll moan, you know? I'll be like, uh, uh, uh. And like I'll like, you know, just try and make him get like super hard and focus on like trying to pound me. Uh huh. Um, I guess I'll let him pound me, and then maybe he'll like it so much that he lets me live, mm-hmm. that he'll like keep using me for sex. But well, how would you escape? 
I guess, I mean, I guess I'll be like, oh, like, yeah, like, take these handcuffs off. Like, watch what I can do with my hands. You know? And I don't know. What if I get into it, though? Well, like, that's the, the right. Yeah. Like, you just want to live there. Like, he's like, you got to go. Like, no, I want to stay here. Yeah. He's like, get out. John, I want to stay. John. No, John. 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 Let me make you some eggs and bacon. I, w- I think... The first time he's like, if you would make me suck his dick, I would just bite his dick off. Fuck it. If I die, I like, I took his dick with me. For real? Like, you'll chomp on it? I would <sighs> fucking bite his dick off, dude. I would bite it off. I guess so. Uh, yeah, because they say, like, uh, you know how you eat a baby carrot? Yeah. Have you eaten a baby carrot before? Yes. Or a carrot? Yeah. They say that's how much force you need to, like, bite your own finger off. But no. your body would never let you do that. Because it's painful. It just won't, it won't let you do that. But if you wanted to bite your finger off, you need as much force as you do to eat a baby carrot. Really? They're that sensitive? Yeah. That yeah, yeah. Brittle? Yeah, so I know I could bite his hard dick off. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> oh my God. But I would, I would just bite his dick off. Yeah. Because like, ha- that can't be as strong as a finger. He would probably die, dude. He would bleed out. Yeah. Dude, if all the blood is raging from his dick... Like an O, if he has a boner? Yeah. What if he's soft? Oh, he's hard, dude. That's like his shit, dude. Like, oh, I'm gonna get my dick sucked. Mm. I'm gonna get my dick sucked. I don't like that. <laughs> Not in my America. Not in my America. I don't like that. I don't like that. Oh, let's read about another murder, dude. Yeah. Yeah. John Moore murders. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Let me see here. All right. Looks like this is one of his final ones. Mm-hmm. On the afternoon of December 11th, 1978, Gacy visited the Nissan pharmacy in uh, Iowa to discuss a potential remodeling deal with the store owner, Phil. While he was within earshot of a 15-year-old part-time employee, Robert Priest, Gacy mentioned that his firm often hired teenage boys starting at $5 an hour, almost double the pay that Robert was earning at the pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Shortly after, Gacy left the pharmacy. His mom arrived at the store. Uh, the kid's mom arrived at the store. Um... To pick him up because we're going to celebrate her birthday. He asked his mom, can you wait? Some contractor wants to talk to me about a job. He left the store at 9 p.m. promising to report return shortly. Mm-hmm. So it was the end of a shift and he told mom, hey mom, can you wait? Shortly after he left the pharmacy, he was murdered at 10 p.m. So he left at 9 Damn, within an hour? At 10 p.m., yeah. Gacy stated that at his house, he gave the kid a soft drink before asking him, was there anything Is there anything that you wouldn't do for the right price? To which he replied that he did not mind working hard. In response, Gacy stated, good money could be earned by hustling, although the kid was dismissive. Gacy then duped them into donning handcuffs before saying, I'm going to rape you, and you can't do anything about it. The kid began weeping. Began weeping. Gacy's statements regarding the 
the events are varied, although in one of his initial statements, he claimed that the kid failed to resist as he removed the boy's trousers. He also stated that he placed the rope on his neck and he was crying scared. Gacy admitted that he received a phone call from a business acquaintance as the kid was lying on the floor dying, suffocating in his bedroom. Whoa. Yeah. So, he there was an investigation for the kid. Um, and then the cops came to his house. Um, and then they made him go to the to the police station, and he was like covered in mud, so he had just buried this kid. Mm. Um, he denied any 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 involvement, but eventually he did get a he did get a arrested for that. So. He went on death row. How do you think he was executed? Let's guess. Injection. You think so? Let's see. No, back then, maybe electrocuted. So, here's an interesting fact. Before his execution, he was allowed a picnic. He ordered a bucket of KFC, fried shrimp, french fries, fresh strawberries, and a Diet Coke. He got a prayer from the Catholic priest where he received his last rites before being escorted, and he got killed by lethal injection. Good mm-hmm. job, dude. So, before the execution began, the chemicals used to affect the execution solidified unexpectedly, clogging the IV tube. So it kind of complicated everything. So it took him like 18 minutes to fix that, and then it killed him. Oh, damn. So, yeah, that guy's a fucking retard. I think you think, retard. His, you think he was born like that, or his dad fucked him up? His dad. You think so? Yeah, I mean, it started when he was two. Did your dad ever it, call you a faggot? No, never. I think it was his dad and his mom, actually. By making him wear the little underwear? Yeah. That's true. And maybe even a Down Syndrome girl by molesting him. He had a fucked up ass childhood, dude. Yeah. I will say that. I don't think it's, like, his fault. It's his upbringing. Part of it's his fault. No, I mean, when you're young like that, you're easily... Yeah, but you can't let your past control your future, dude. Yeah, but when you have a past he, like that, people what thought kind he, of a chance do you oh, have? Want to hear a funny fact about him? Huh. When he was like, uh, you know how people kept typing him up like, hey, one day you're going to be president and shit? Yeah. He like literally ran for president. <laughs> for real? <laughs> yeah. He put himself on a ballot. And what happened? He was too young. He was like 19 or 20. <laughs> what people, an idiot. People were saying that he was going to get big time, dude. People were like, dude, you have charm. You know how to talk to people. All this shit. And he fucked that up. Because he wanted to rape kids and fucking eat them or do whatever it is he want. He ate them too? Yeah. Hey, dude, why are you checking your phone? Because I want to leave already. Do you? Yeah. Why? I don't want to be here. You're scaring me. I'm John Wingies. (laughs) Hey, dude, we're going to change tracks here. Congratulations, dude. I heard you got a little promotional work. Uh, Yeah. How excited were you about that? I was pretty happy. Yeah? Yeah. 
It's not like, well, we're not gonna we're gonna we're not gonna say why you thought you were gonna get in trouble. But, yeah, I know we're not gonna say that. But you thought you were in trouble. Yeah. And then they pulled you in, and then they're like, "Ah, we got you." Yeah, congrats. Were you happy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, congrats! Hey, yeah. yeah, you thought you were in trouble, huh? Oh, pervert. You gave me two different versions of this story, and mm. I don't know which one's funnier. I can't say them, but I, you gave me two different versions. Did I? Yeah. Oh. Tell yeah. me outside. Okay, yeah, I can't tell you here, but I can tell you outside. Yeah. I don't know which one was funnier. I was like, damn, these are both pretty good. <laughs> yeah, tell me outside. I can't believe I forgot to press record. I know, dude. That was so... St- oh, my God, dude. That bugged me for, like, the first 10 minutes you were still... Like, really? I th- I think this went well. No, it went good, but I was just like, dude, like, really? Like, how did you, like, I like, I mean, the first one was cool. Yeah. It was fun. It was yeah. cool. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, you're like, oh, I'm not recording. I'm like, what? We just went through, like, 10 minutes. Like, how did you not push record? I forgot. How do you forget? That's the only button you need to push that matters. <clears throat> I know, right? That's literally the only button I press. <clears throat> <clears throat> All right, we have 10 minutes left, dude. Uh-huh. We need to fill that up with content. Mm. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. Can we just say that for 10 minutes? Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that. Speaking of I don't like that, uh-huh. um, did you see that? What happened in Florida? No, no. wait. I was going to talk about something. Texas, the shootings. No, fuck. I was going to talk about something, and then I was like, I'm going to bring that up because it just happened. Fuck, man, I forgot. I had, I had a fucking topic to talk about. Anyway, did you hear about Florida, how they, like, made it? They made it, like, illegal for, like, immigrants and shit to, uh... They made it, uh... For Cubans to... No, no, no. They made it illegal for, like, immigrants to, like, have licenses and, and do all kinds of shit there. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. They're kicking people out. Is for it real? weird that I don't care about that? No, why would you? But I mean, it's not I affecting hope, you. I hope they don't come to California. Why? You want more people in California? Oh, I thought you meant they. I hope they don't come with that bill over here. Oh, and no, I hope they do. What is it the nine twenty seven or something? Get them out. SB nine twenty seven. Whatever SB, get them out. <laughs> SB, get the fuck out. Every time I see like an immigrant dude and he has a job, I'm like, I don't like that. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about the other day? Mm-hmm. That it, I think, is, like, insulting. Mm. When everyone's like, oh. Should I say this? I'm going to say it. So, when people are like, oh, yeah, the Mexicans are the hardest workers. Mm-hmm. Like, Shut the fuck up, dude. I, I fucking hate that. Why? Oh, like, the illegal immigrants are the hardest workers. Dude, what? I need to pee hell. Oh, man. Oh, cool. You just knocked over the green screen. Dope, bro. Do you really need a pee? I don't hate the immigrants, guys. This is just satire, guys. I love the immigrant. My mom was an immigrant. immigrant. Uh, my mom is uh, also a single mom. You know, my mom is... Uh, happy Mother's Day, by the way, to all the... Happy Mother's Day to all the moms. All the single moms. Happy Mother's Day to uh, 
all moms who have lost a baby. Happy Mother's Day to anybody who wants to be a mom. I'm praying for you. Happy Mother's Day to all the grandmothers who take care of the kids while the mom's out at the bars. You're out at the bars, dude. You don't get a happy Mother's Day. And it's funny because it's usually the moms. <laughs> it's usually the moms that are. Uh, it's usually the moms that are uh, at the bar all the time and out and not with a kid. That are the first ones to be like. Happy Father's Day to me, you know, like single moms. It's, it, you know, it's Father's Day. It's not single Mother's Day. Like, I don't get it. You're always the first one. And as you can tell those are the same moms because they're always, they take the kids to the park like at 3 p.m. And it's fucking blazing hot out there, dude. It is so fucking hot. And they're out there like, oh, spending time with my baby. And it's like 3 in the afternoon and they're out there with their kid, fucking kid scalding his back on the slide or or hitting that metal or whatever it is that's happening. Happy Mother's Day to all those moms, except those moms who are always at the bar. Then again, they're always the first ones. They're like, Happy Mother's Day. Happy Father's Day to me too because I'm mom and dad. No, you're not, dude. You're neither. It's grandma. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do for Mother's Day, dude? What What are your plans, dude? What are you going to buy your... your uh, your wife. Mm. I have no idea, dude. I usually ask you like the day before. Did you get her anything on whatever it was? Yeah, I got her flowers and this uh, strawberry cream puff. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get your mom? Uh, some some plant. Just like a random plant. It was from Savemart. It was like bright blue. It looked really tight. Were you hoping you can keep it for yourself? Kind of, because it was pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. I don't really... I mean, Mother's Day is cool. I think... Why are you drinking your beer so fast? Because I was almost done. I hate that I know I, I haven't had a tip of my tongue what I was going to talk about. And I was like, fuck, I need to bring that up. And I completely forgot. Because I got so turned on talking about Gacy. Oh, yeah. This guy's a freak. That guy's a freak, dude. Yeah. I don't know. There's, was Dahmer worse than him? Yeah. Was he? Yeah. Because he would eat the victims. Maybe next time you can do a, a podcast on him. But you got to do the research and shit. Okay. Is that going to happen? Yeah, I mean, I kind of know a lot about him already. Do you? I watched the documentary on Netflix. Can you give me a little preview? Yeah. You a little pop pop quiz right here. Um, pop quiz? Yeah, dude. Well, give me a little a little lesson, dude. On, on We have five minutes left to give me a lesson. We're, we're finishing with serial killers again. Fuck it. Next week, we'll have a regular episode. So, he was basically... I don't like, like that. Uh, his fascination, his fascination with like bodies, kind of started when his dad would like bring roadkill home, huh. and he would have him like help him dissect it. Okay. So he was just like really into like dead bodies and stuff, and then yeah, this one time he brought in like a he saw some guy running with the shirt off. He looked pretty hot. Uh huh. And then he invited him over. They were smoking, and then. 
Yeah, I think he tried like try to pound him, but that fool was like, "Fuck this!" Like, I'm I'm out. And then he moved. He was living by himself. He was li- he was living like in this really like poor neighborhood. Where, like it was mostly blacks living there, and there was like a gay bar nearby, which they looked really fun. And he would like you know get them drunk and then take them home, and then he would like drug them and kill them. And he would like chop them up, and he would cook the meat and try uh-huh. and eat it. Uh-huh. And like the smell would go into like his neighbor's house, his neighbor's oh, apartment. Oh yeah, it's that big black lady. Yeah, and she was like, "Dude, like it fucking stinks! Like what the fuck are you making in there?" Are you drink that last week? Yeah. All right, fuck it. And then she, w- he was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Like my my family gave me some meat and it went raw." And oh like, yeah, I saw that in the documentary. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh my bad. Like I'll get rid of it." Ah, oh, Jeffrey. Yeah, she was like, all right, well, make sure you get rid of it because it stinks. It's coming in through the vents. And then a couple weeks later, still, like, the stench. And she was like, dude, what the fuck? Was that really, like, Ryan meat? It, it was human meat that he was trying to cook. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. And a couple weeks went by. Again, the stench was coming. She's like, dude, it fucking stinks again. He was like, oh, it's because of my fish. Like, I changed the... Uh, I put some chemical underwater so it fucking stinks. Like, I'm sorry. And then, like, she would keep calling the cops on him. Like, dude, like, this guy's weird. Like, come check on him. But they would just, like, ignore her. And then this one time, I don't know what he did. I think he, like, tried drilling a hole in some kid's head. And the kid was, like, all fucked up. Like, you know, because he had a fucking hole in his head. And the cops, like, caught him. And then Jeffrey was like, oh, like, they're like, um, why did why is this kid like telling us that you like did something to him? He's like, oh, he's crazy. Like you know, like you know, just give him over here. And, like I guess they gave him to him. And the lady, the next door neighbor, was like, no, like don't give him that kid. Wah, 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 wah. And he ended up killing him. And then he was like fed up with her, so he like made her a sandwich, like with human meat. And he's like, oh, here, like I just want to call truce. Like here, I made you a sandwich. Like here, eat this. And she's like, I'm not going to eat that. Like, I'm not going to make it. I'm going to eat anything that you make. What the hell? And then I forgot how he ended up getting caught. I think it was one some black guy he was trying to pound. Because he used to go to gay clubs a lot. Oh, that's going to be part of your research, right? Yeah. Because I, I want a full episode like I did today, dude. I want a full episode from you. Oh, I can't do that. After today, we're going to retire. I don't like that. Why? I don't like that. No. I like saying that. I know me too. I've been saying I that. Like that. I don't like that. It makes me sound racist, though. Yeah. Like, like it, oh, like blacks having access to our bathrooms. I don't like that. <sighs> I think I'm okay with that. Integration. I don't like that. I, you know, I like segregation. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, you know, there's certain people I wish I could, like, at work, I feel like I'm the king of the restroom. Mm. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. It's like, I'm always in here, I'm always doing my thing. Like, you know, I want to have this toilet by myself. I get mad when I see people sitting on my toilet. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not about segregation, like, in regards to skin color. I'm about segregation, like, this is my fucking restroom, like, no one can blow this fucking restroom up like I can. Mm-hmm. I take the fattest shits here. Like, I take the most shits here. 
Mm-hmm. Like, this should be my... Do you always use the same bathroom? The same stall? Yeah. Me too. This should be my fucking stall. Like, yeah. this should be my restroom. Nobody else can sh- should fucking shit in here but me. Yeah. Like, it's my throne. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't care about whatever, segregation or whatever, water fountains, whatever. That's that's okay. That's cool. That's That, that was in the past, you know. Mm-hmm. Bad time in America. I think that I fuck. That's my fucking toilet. And when somebody goes in there, dude, and I see and I go and I, someone's in my stall, I I almost feel like, hey, hey come, come on, get out, get out. I feel like I honestly do when so when I go into the restroom and someone's in my stall at work, I feel like I'm walking to my car and I'm seeing somebody in the driver's seat. I'm like, get yeah. the fuck out. What are you doing here? Like, it's my fucking stall. Mm-hmm. Like. It's fucking serious, dude. Like I hate that. Mm-hmm. Like I wish I could. I I wish I could do that. Like that. Yeah. That's my stall. Like nobody can shit there but me. Yeah, I want to drag them out. Yeah. Is that okay? It should be. Yeah, that's my fucking stall. Like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Go somewhere else. Shit in a bag. I don't care. Like that's still warm from my ass being on there a while ago. Dude, I take the most shits at work. Like that. That should be. I should have a fucking championship belt. Yeah. Uh. Like, I should literally walk into the restroom, dude, with, like, Triple H with, like, a fucking belt. I, I should have, like, I should have a, I should have, like, a theme song. Every time I walk into the restroom, dude, I should have a fucking theme song. Like, I want to kick the door open. Yeah. <laughs> I should be, like, a, I should be, like, a. I am a real American. No, I want, I want like the, hey, can you turn your Bluetooth off real quick? So I can connect to this. Dude, every time I walk into the restroom, I want, did you turn your Bluetooth off? Yeah. I want to be like, uh, you know what I've been listening to lately? Uh, like, uh, well, I didn't listen to it, but somebody played like the D-Generation X theme song. (laughs) And. Now that I think about it, dude, that's the song I want to play. Like, I want the lights to... When I go in the restroom, dude, I want the lights to go out green. Mm. And I want it to be like... Let me see if I can find the song, dude. Degeneration. Put your headphones on, dude. Oh. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm going to stand in the stall, dude. And I'm taking my pants off. Yeah, like I'm like circling the toilet, yeah. and I put the toilet seat cover, which I know you don't use. No, I do use it now. Yeah, yeah. And I put the toilet seat cover down, dude. Like your dick. Over and I start unbuckling my pants, dude. Yeah. And I know it's gonna be a fat one, dude. And I sit down and I start shitting, dude. And I'm walking around with like a kettlebell around my job, dude, around the office and shit. Yeah. yeah. I want that, dude. You're like spitting on all the nerds. Yeah, I have like a bell and I come out of the fucking restaurant. Yeah. And then when somebody comes out of my saw, dude, I hold a title bell and, and I just like fucking mug up and shit. Yeah. Is that childish? No, I like that. Yeah, I do. I come, like if anybody's gonna challenge me, dude. If anybody's gonna challenge me for my title, dude. You gotta show me how big your shit is. Yeah. And I, I want I want to measure your shit against mine, dude Yeah And then you see how many times you shit And it has to be heavier than mine 
yeah. Like, if you're shitting once a day, that's bitch shit. Like, I shit like six times a day. I don't shit that much. <laughs> oh, because you're checking your fiber now? Yeah, so I shit like three times a day. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I meant, dude. Yeah. We're going to get a copyright strike, but it's all right. Mail yeah. just cut that off. No, either. <sighs> I'm trying to get his monetized on YouTube. Oh, finally. I know. Yeah. It's I'm working on it. All right, are you ready? For what? Let's wrap this up. Yeah. Do you have anything to say, dude? Um, don't lure teenage boys to your house. Don't show them a handcuff trick. Canelo is still the face of boxing. Um, I don't know who has anything to say about that. That was a fucking amazing performance Canelo had. Yeah, that he, was the, tight. he beat the fuck out of that guy. Those fucking jabs were tight. Henry, Henry Cejudo, retire, buddy. Yeah, you lost it. <laughs> All right, guys, we will we'll we'll have a regular episode next week, and we might have a guest. Oh, wait, 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 wait! Almost forgot. It's gonna be John Wayne Gacy. Almost forgot, dude. What? Shout out to Albert. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! Shout out to Albert. Almost forgot. All right, bye. <laughs>